All right, y'all, this is your man, L. Jamal, coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. This is a place where you can say what you want as long as you got the facts. Well, game three of the NBA Finals is in the books. We don't have a, uh, too much to talk about today on the news spectrum, but we will get through game three of the NBA Finals. We will be talking some baseball action as we'll be going over the scores from yesterday, as well as the standings for this point in the week, and then we'll also be going over the All-Star game which is a, a little uh, actually about another another couple months or so. So we're going to get we're going to break that down a little bit as well. But let's get to the game 3 of the NBA Finals and boy oh boy did the Raptors show up. They end up taking a, a 2-1 lead in the series, getting the win in Oakland last night 123 to 109. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are surprised about that. But of course, Klay Thompson was out with a hamstring injury. He will be get back in game 4. Of course, uh, Kevin Durant is still out, and there's no guarantee. There is no timetable on his return as far as I am concerned, although they're saying that he could make it back for his finals. I don't know. Uh, but let's break down the stats here. For the Raptors, Kawhi led the way for, uh, for them. 30 points. He also had 7 rebounds and also 6 assists. Kyle Lowry did his thing as well. 23 points, 9 assists, and also 4 rebounds. And Pascal Siakam, uh, he's been an X-factor with his performances as well. 18 points from him, 9 rebounds. He also had 6 assists. For the Warriors, of course, uh, the big story for them was Steph. He almost had 50 points last night. He scored 47. He also had 8 rebounds. He also had 7 assists. Uh, but he did not get a lot of help from his squad. Uh, Raymond Green uh, was the only significant help that he was able to get. He had 17 rebound, uh, 17 points, excuse me, 7 rebounds, and also 4 assists. Now, for some team stats, Toronto shot uh, pretty well uh, from the field goal perspective. They shot 50% as opposed to Golden State, who only shot 39.6 uh, percent, so a really low shooting night from them. Of course, you do not have Steph Curry, but for the most part, I mean, uh, they did not have Klay Thompson, who is a good volume shooter, but for the most part, you think uh, just a team like that will still be at least accurate enough to, to push maybe the 40, uh, 45 percent threshold, even without Klay Thompson. Um, it just it's just looking more and more like the the lack of bodies is showing up for Golden State. They used to be able to just have strength in numbers, but they might not have those same numbers. It's looking like um, part of that uh, part of that shooting percentage did have something to do with the blocks that the uh, the ten blocks the Raptors were able to get as well, especially within the paint. So uh, don't you know? Don't get me wrong. Uh, Golden State uh, they are missing some players. They're not playing uh, at a at full go, but the Raptors they're you know they have some injuries as well. You know they got an injury to to Kawhi that they're dealing with so uh, all that aside uh, the Raptors were able to get this game they also uh, passed the ball pretty well uh, they were able to get 30 assists uh, team assists as well so a uh, good job distributing the ball a lot of people were involved in this game like I said with the game notes uh, Clay Thompson did miss this game uh, with a hamstring injury but he will be back in game four now, another thing here, Toronto led in every single quarter. Uh, there, there were quarters uh, in which, in terms of the point total, Golden State made it close. They brought it within one uh, in the second quarter uh, and also the fourth quarter. But at that point, the game was already well out of reach. Um, and again, uh, you had six players in total, uh, not including the three that I just mentioned, uh, that had double figures. So Marcus Saw also had 17 points last night. Danny Green also had 17 points last night. 
of 17, uh, sorry, 18 points last night. And uh, Nick Van Fleet also had 11. So, again, a really good team game from the, from the Raptors last night. Uh, there is some questions to answer for the Warriors, but uh, one of them will be answered because Clay will be back Friday. So we should have an interesting game uh, come Friday. Golden State should be looking to get some some measure of revenge. Let's move on to some baseball. Uh, we had some we had a lot of action last night. So let's get to these uh, scores real quick. Um, for the uh, starting off, it, we had some interleague action. Uh, the Nationals were able to get it done against the White Sox, six to four. For the White Sox, they got a pretty decent game from their first baseman, Jose Abreu. He went two for four. He also hit a home run, which will be his 16th on the season. I do believe he is leading the AL in that department. He also hit two RBIs as well, which also leads the AL with 52, the American League. For those of you who might not know, he also was able to tie the game in the eighth. Um, the catcher, uh, Wellington Castillo, also hit an RBI as well. But for the Nationals, uh, again, they had a really clutch effort from their shortstop, Trey Turner. He had a walk-off homer, a uh, walk-off two-run homer. Uh, so the, And this was his second of the year, and this won the game, of course. And pitcher Annabelle Sanchez was able to get the win. He did go for five straight innings. He had four hits, but only gave up one run. He also had a walk as well, but he was able to strike out seven guys. As for the bill, uh, the bullpen, they almost lost this team the game. They gave up the three runs in the third, uh, sorry, in the eighth inning to Jose Abreu. Uh, but again, uh, the the timely hitting of Trey Turner just, you know, dissolves that. The Nationals have won four in a row. Good job for them. We will get to the standings in just a second. Uh, we are. We also got some more. Uh, a, uh, sorry, some National League action uh, with the Dodgers. Uh, they taking the L to the da uh, Diamondbacks yesterday, two to three was the final score. The Phillies got it done against the Padres, seven to five. For the Phillies, of course, uh, they got help from their All Star Bryce Harper, their potential uh, All Star Bryce Harper. He had an RBI, and their shortstop John Shigura had three uh, three hits and also an RBI as well. As for the bullpen, they gave up. Zero earned runs after their starter Jake Arrieta, who's been struggling on the road recently. They had a three to four uh, game series against the Dodgers. They did not uh, do so well, specifically Arrieta, uh, but he did give up five runs in four innings in this game, so he had to get pulled in this one. Uh, but good thing for the Phillies, they had seven uh, seven different players hitting RBI, and they were going down. They were actually down five to two uh, headed into the seventh inning, so they were to get that to get that win kind of fast and. Um, not necessarily easy, uh, but as soon as that seven hit, inning hit, uh, as soon as the seven inning hit, uh, the Phillies just were able to drive and run. So there you go. As for the Padres, they got a uh, they got a three run homer uh, from their left fielder Josh Naylor. That would be his first career homer, and they also got two hits uh, from their third baseman Manny Machado, another potential All Star. Of course, just by popularity this year, his numbers have not been so great. But then he's been dealing with some injuries as well. Uh, but moving on, we got some more uh, national. Uh, coverage here. We got the Pirates uh, getting it done against the Braves, seven to four. The Yankees uh, got it done against the actually the, the Blue Jays got it done against the Yankees in some, in some American League play. Uh, we got the Indians getting the job done against the Twins in some AL Central action. The Rays were able to beat the Tigers four to zip. The Mets beat the Giants seven to zip. The Marlins get it done against the Brewers eight to three. The Rangers beat the Orioles two to one. Uh, the Cubs beat the Rockies nine to eight. We also got the Red Sox getting it done easily versus the Royals, 8 to zip. The Red Sox are also on the rise, so look out for them as well. And my A's, finally my 
A's. Uh, take a take a one run loss to the Angels, nine to ten is the final score for the A's. Uh, Marcus Simeon led the way. He had three hits. He also had three RBIs. The second baseman Jurgson Profar. He also had three hits and two RBIs as well for the Angels. Uh, fit, uh, sorry, designated hitter Shohei uh, Otani hit the game ending home run. He also had he also drove in four runs as well. So a good game from him. Actually a good series from him if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Mike Trout, one of their all-stars, uh, he also hit a couple RBIs as well. Let's move on to the standings. Uh, in the AL East, we have uh, the Yankees on top. 38-22 is their current record. They've been 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Up next, we have the Rays right up on them. Uh, about a game and a, a, a game and a half back, 6-4 and four in their last 10. The Rays are at 36-23. Up next in the third place spot, we have the Red Sox at 32-29. They are currently 6-6.5. Six, uh, six games back and they've gone five and five in the last 10 at the bottom uh the fourth place spot we have the blue jays at 23 and 38 we also have the orioles here at 19 and 42 moving on to the al central we have the twins on top they are currently 40 and 20 uh one of the best records in all of baseball right now second best next to the dodgers dodgers excuse me they have gone six and four in their last 10 up next we have the indians at 31 and 30 where they were able to go to 500 above 500 with that win against the twins yesterday but they are currently still nine and a half games back and they've gone five and five overall in their last 10 uh up next we have the chicago white Sox. they are 29 and 32 11 and a half games back they are 64 in the last 10 and at the bottom we have the tigers they're at 23 and 35 we also have the royals at 19 and 42 moving on to the al west we have the astros of course they are on top they've been on top matter of fact uh they actually have the second best record in the league with 42 wins 21 losses they also have they've also gone seven and three in their last 10 uh up next we have the rangers they are 31 and 28 they are currently nine games back six and four in their last 10 here come my a's in the third place spot 30 and 31 11 games back they've gone four and six in their last 10 so not so good and uh bringing up the rear we have the angels they are 30 and 32 11 and a half games back six and four in their last 10 including that win last night against us and then we have the mariners at the bottom 26 and 39 uh Moving to the NL East, uh, starting off with the NL East, we have the Phillies on top here, 35 and 27, four and six in their last 10. We have the Braves here in the second place spot, 33 and 28, one and a half games back. They've gone five and five in their last 10. And uh, we have the Mets here in the third place spot, 29 and 32, five and a half games back, four and six in their last 10. And here come the Nationals, eight and two in their last 10. They're currently six and a half games back, and they're sitting on a record of 28 and 33. And the Marlins, they're in the fa- uh, the final spot here, 23 and 36 overall. And we're just going to move on to the NL, uh, the NL Central. Uh, in the NL Central, we have the Cubs and the Brewers. They're pretty much fine for that top spot. The Cubs are currently 34 and 26, 4 and 6 in their last 10. The Cubs are right behind them, a game back, 34 and 28, 5 and 5 in their last 10. You also got the Cardinals here in the third place spot, 30 and 29, three and a half games back. They've gone 5 and 5 in their last 10. The Pirates are here in the. Tw- uh, at 29 and 31 so good enough for four plays five and five games back four and it's four and six in the last 10 and finally we have the reds here 28 and 32 they're currently six games back five and five in the last 10 so now we're going to move on to the nl west we have the dodgers here on top with the best record in the league 
43 and 20 is their record. They've gone eight and two in their last 10. We've got the Rockies, the next best team, uh, but they're 10 and a half games back at 31 and 29. They've also, they've also gone eight and two in their last 10. Though, so they're on the rise. Uh, we do have the Padres here. They are at 530 and 31 is their record. They are currently 11 and a half games back. They've gone three and seven in the last 10. We also got the Diamondbacks here in the four place spot. 31 and 32 is the final, oh, sorry, is their record currently. They are also 12 games back. And they've gone three and seven in the last ten. And as for the Giants, they are at the bottom as usual. Twenty-five and thirty-five is their current record. Uh, we do have a bit of news, a couple uh, pieces of news here. Of course, like I said before, we do have the All-Star game coming up in a couple months. But first and foremost, we do have a new player signing. The Cubs have officially agreed to a deal with pitcher or reliever uh, Craig Kimbrell. Uh, uh, now, Kimbrell was currently a three a agent. Uh, sorry, a free agent. Excuse me, and he signed a three-year deal worth 43 million bucks. Uh, he's currently a seven-time All-Star. Now, last year, he did not do so. Well, he did. He had a pretty decent season, uh, but it was a tale of two tale of two parts of the season. Now, in the, in the overall, in the regular season, he went Pretty, did pretty well, uh, pretty okay. Uh, 2.74 ERA. He also had 42 saves. He did end up with 96 Ks uh, within uh, that season, at least the regular season. But in a post in the postseason, he really struggled. He gave up six hits, five earned runs. He also had a, a earned run average of 7.11, so not really good at all. But overall, in his career, he has one of the lowest ERAs of any relief pitcher. Uh, and for those of you who might not be well aware of the well versed in the baseball terminology the reliever is just the backups you know when you hear that 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 term being uh, uh put on a, a a pitcher it's more so the reliever that's the backup he comes in the middle of the game about six or seven inning of course you have a closer as well that's a little, something a little bit different he's the final pitcher you might put in to close out the game usually you have one pitcher to start the game off like i said you might go through one or two in the middle of the game just to get through it and then finally you do have a closer uh so for the for the middle of the pack pitchers, the relief pitchers, he's really one of the best, like I said, in terms of uh, his ERA, 1.91 ERA. Uh, he also has um, the highest, I think, uh, he also has a, a really high strikeout rate. Uh, he has 333 saves at the moment, 868 Ks, uh, 868 strikeouts. Uh, the 333 saves, uh, I believe, is one of the, it, actually, he's one of the first pitchers or one of the uh, fastest pitchers to get the 300 and 300 saves in general. So he's not that bad of a pitcher. He actually is going to add a lot of depth to a squad that's probably looking for some more pitching. They have some good bats there in Chicago. But they probably need a better. They probably need to, you know, tool up their their bullpen. He's definitely a good addition for that. Um, my my concern would just be what can you do in the playoffs? Because of course his playoff numbers were not that great. Actually, they were bad. So um, during the regular season, he's a good pitcher. Uh, again, the question here is what can he do in the postseason? Because that's where they're going to be. That's where they're definitely going to be. They, we don't know if they're going to get a wild card uh, for Cubs. Now this is for the Cubs now. Now I don't know if they're going to get a wild card. If they're going to win that NL Central, but they're definitely going to be in those playoffs. So he should. He's going to definitely definitely be a factor at least during the regular season uh moving on like i said we do have the all-star game coming up uh it will be tuesday july 20 uh, july 9th in cleveland ohio the ballots are open uh they have been open for about a week and there are two phases uh, i'm gonna break 
that down just as much as I can. The first phase uh, is like a preliminary preliminary type thing. You kind of just vote for whoever you want. They're gonna they're gonna have the ballot. They have the ballots uh, available right now online on MLB.com, any team site. So for example, if you're an Oakland A's fan, of course, like me, you can go to Oakland A's and vote for any any of your favorite Oakland A's players. Same thing. If you just so happen to be a Yankee fan, um, you can put in a vote for Aaron Judge, whoever. That's kind of how you do it. Uh, like I said, there's going to be a preliminary round of voting. Then there's going to be a second round of voting uh, for the starters or something like that. I'm kind of not officially 100%, 100% on the, the process just yet because it has changed in subsequent season. It was just whoever got the highest votes was in the game. Now they've done a whole different process for it. It confuses me. My bad, y'all. But uh, the All-Stars will be announced uh, by June 30th. So by the end of this month, you will know who they are. A uh, couple of them. I mean, just so, just just for some examples. I mean, we already kind of, I mean, those of you know who know some baseball kind of already know who you might be, you know, voted for. If you're going to be voting. But uh, for those of you who might not, you know, know any, you know, All-Stars. But I'm going to put, put some out there for you guys. Uh, first and foremost, we're going to start off with the National League. Uh, we have right fielder Cody. Cody Bellinger, uh, he's currently leading all all both. Well, he actually currently lead, leads all of baseball with home runs. He has 20 home runs, 54 RBIs. He's, he's a top RBI getter, one of the top RBI getters as well. He also has the best batting average in the AL at 370. Uh, up next uh, in the NL, excuse me. Uh, up next, you have Nolan Arenado. And of course, Cody Bellinger, for those of you who do not know, plays for the Dodgers. Now, moving on, we also got third baseman. Nolan Orenado, he plays for the Colorado Rockies. He also has a lot of home runs as well, 16 to be exact. He also has the same number of RBIs. He has a pretty high slugging percentage as well, 659. So he pretty much hits for power. He hits for home runs. He's one of the top home run getters of the past couple of years. I think he led the National League in home runs last year. I could be wrong. But uh, he definitely was, if he didn't lead the National League in home runs last year, he was definitely near the top. Uh, next up, we have a couple pitchers here. Uh, for one, we have Hyun Jin Ryu from the Los Angeles Dodgers, of course. He has a 9-1 nine, nine record. So he has one of the best records in the league right now, 1.35 ERA, and that is the best in the National League. He also has 71 strikeouts. So he pitches for control. He does not get a lot of strikeouts, but he gets the wins. He does not generate a lot of runs. Unlike Justin Verlander, who we'll talk about in just a second, representing the, the American League. Uh, we also got uh, pitcher Zach Davies from the Brewers. He has a 6-0 record, and he's also um, supporting a 2.2 ERA. Moving on to the AL, we have a few. Of course, we have some all-stars here as well. Uh, starting off with left fielder Miles Brantley from the Houston Astros. He currently has 10 home runs, 38 RBIs. He also has a pretty solid batting average as, as well at 332. Uh, we also have... Uh, right fielder Austin Meadows from the Tampa Bay Rays. He's currently leading the the AL. Actually, he's second in the AL in home runs. Uh, actually, no, he's leading the AL in home runs. Excuse me. Uh, he has. Um Oh, no, 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 oh, he would be second behind Jose Abreu, but he's second in the AL in home runs with 12. He also, had 30, he also has 37 RBIs. He also has seven stolen bases as well. He's one of the top defenders uh, in the AL as well. Uh, moving on, uh, we have some pitchers to talk about here as well. We have uh, pitcher Jake Odorizzi from the Twins. He currently has an 8-2 record on the best team in the American League. Uh, he also has a 1.96 ERA, which is very good. Uh, anything under 2 in terms of your earned run count is 
is good. Uh, he also has 70 Ks. And next up, we have Justin Verlander. He also plays for the Houston Astros. He currently has a record of 9-2, so pretty good record here. 2.27 ERA, and he does lead all of baseball with 103 strikeouts. So he's a good pitcher, good power pitcher. He he strikes out uh, multiple multiple players at a time. Look out for him. He's probably going to be in your running for a Cy Young Award as well. All right, y'all. So we're going to call it a wrap for today. Uh, my next episode, of course, we will have the word on the street. I do want to get into some NFL news as well. Uh, we have a couple interesting stories. One on the little, one on the funnier side. Uh, one is a serious story coming out of Washington D.C. My Redskins, they got some drama brewing. At least my family, that's they, that's their favorite team. So my family's Redskins, uh, they gonna have to, they, they got some drama to talk about. So I'm gonna talk about it as well. Um, and as far as any reviews go, I am working on some. I I will I will reveal them to you as they come along. I hope you guys have listened, or if you haven't yet, uh, take the time to uh, check out my Golden State issue. Uh, that is my series on the history of California immigration. I currently put out the fourth part. I believe it was Tuesday, uh, maybe even yesterday morning, something like that. Uh, but if you have not listened to that yet, please take a look at that. If you are looking to get in touch with me, I am on Facebook and Instagram at L Jamal. Johnny, and you can find me at E-L-J-A-M-A-H-A-D-J-A-N-I. Of course, uh, this show here is going to be on iTunes and Spotify and a bunch of different podcast um, vehicles uh, like, uh, what was that place? Oh. You'll look it up, but it's definitely on Spotify and iTunes, the main important places. Uh, I'm also on Snapchat as well, at Jay Butler. I do have a page for this show as well, so look that up as well. Never Out of Bounce. That is Never Out of Bounce, of course, like the name of the show. That's where I'm going to try to keep you guys updated on what's going on. I'll let you guys know when I'm putting out uh, new material. Also, guys, I'll also be posting some things on there, uh, you know, just, you know, stories videos you know stuff that i come across so uh be you know just be wary of that as well and if again if you're looking to contact me i am there you can also reach my email at uh gmail that is e l j butler that's b-u-t-l-e-r of course 75 at gmail.com once again that is e l j butler 75 at gmail.com once again this is your man l jamal and again if anybody hasn't told you yet i love you y'all take good care of each other peace out one love and i'll holla at y'all later all right